0: to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast.
1: Just the two of us today. It is
0: just the two of us. Uh, We had so much fun having David and Steve on to play through the room. But but... as you can imagine, they're busy people. (laughs) Yeah, it was in the middle of a very, very busy day for both of them, so they weren't able to stay for the post-show, but that's fine, because we're here, and really we're we're the ones you love the most. Uh, Danny... I thought that went really well. I am so
1: relieved at how smoothly it went. If anywhere, if you're a Patreon donor, you'll have, heard, you'll have now access to our playtest audio. I was very worried when mm. I had written this game because I wrote the vast majority of this game quite some time ago mm. and then I had to put it on hold to write the next one because we had recordings in a row. And I figured I don't need to quite finish that last one. I've basically done all of it. So I wrote the next room, which ended up being... The previous room, the cemetery room. Yes, yes. And then came back to write up my notes properly for this casino room. And then I went, oh no, these puzzles don't make sense. What have I done?
0: Mm, it was interesting because you were very worried coming into the playtest, but the, honestly, I tried
1: haphazardly the... to fix them and somehow the fixes yeah, worked, even though honestly, I couldn't the... remember half there were, of the things. There were a lot
0: of typos in the playtest. Yeah, yeah. But and like certain things where it's like there like for example, we had a the the puzzle in this one that was like the Mahjong puzzle. Right, we went to the cards, we went to the roulette, we took the opposites of the face cards, we took those to the uh margin That was the
1: one that didn't table. make any sense in my book notes and I had to change. We had
0: the YY, all that sort of stuff. You Nothing don't... in that changed. It was exactly the same, well. except... That I had accidentally made
1: multiple mahjong tiles mm. represented by the letter B. Yeah, I had there was blue a brown, and brown and black. Yeah, there was Oops. a brown
0: and a black and a blue. And so it was like, but that's just like a visual typo. Like the puzzle yeah. makes sense. We just had to Let's be like, wait a minute, that. that's ambiguous. Other than that, it was the flow of the puzzle was great.
1: And then for some reason, instead of the dashes to represent the name Barry in Barry oh, Fernandez, yeah, you'd written for like Barnold. Yeah, in my head, I'd had Bernard in my head, and yet somehow still highlighted the correct letters. Yeah, it, it just did didn't not work. fit the name Barry.
0: Um, but other than that, like <laughs> everything was very similar, and it, so it then, had a perfect flow.
1: Yeah, and so then again, when I went, okay, let's fix all these typos, let's fix this mahjong puzzle. I went, I did that, then I left it for a few days because we were doing other recordings and stuff. Mm. Came back today, like. Ten minutes before we started the recording, I went, hey, "Billy, can you check this? I never yes. actually double checked it to make yeah. sure it and works." And it was now. fine.
0: It was it was perfectly fine. We and had a couple of uh, like technical issues with things during the recording, but yeah, the, the actual crossed, room that was, out, okay. was fine. Um,
1: oh, was I, really, I really like this. I also
0: like that when David and uh, Steve got into it, I felt bad that we had to kind of be on a on a fairly strict time limit because again, like that, that we, we we made yes. sure that we got through quickly. Yeah. But what I mean is, like, they were having so much fun early on, like being in character and being in the space. And I was like, it oh was no, that we had they're going to gonna have so much fun and we're going to have to pull them, past. them, pull I, them I, back.
1: I could have sat there and just listening to them exactly. be casino spies yeah. for hours. We could have just
0: been like, look, for the first hour, David, if you just start like talking to everybody in character and just do that for an hour, it'll be great. Then we'll get on to the puzzles.
1: That's why I was very happy at the very end where I said, hey, you've just got to needle these guys for a little bit. Just, just poke them into hating you. Mm. And I just uh, I was very glad that... They paused for a second trying to think of something, and then it was all and in. And was just I'm a nice s- flow, oh, yeah. That's what I wanted.
0: Uh, I I really enjoyed this. Now, usually we would have our guests and we'd ask them if they had any moments that they felt particularly good uh, or, or accomplished. Danny, did you have any moments that you thought uh, for either David or, or Steve was like a standout moment that they did very well?
1: The standout moments? Well, standout characteristics of them. Steve... He was good at the observations of the little things like that. Like mm. he noticed when the fruits were in it were different numbers and stuff like yes. that, he noticed, oh, it's the colours of the mahjong tiles mm. that is a thing to pay attention to. And David, his mind was going at a million miles per hour of, of solving.
0: Yes, yeah, he was very solution-oriented, oh. which, is, which is kind of the perfect pair. Is that One person goes, I've got these pieces and I've organised them mm. into the blocks. This is where the puzzle is and this is what the puzzle is which is an incredibly important escape room skill, right? To be able to oh, yeah. identify what connects to what and how the puzzles are sort of shaped. And then once that shape was laid out, every time the David be like, The other person looks at then it and here goes, it is. Boom, I've boom, got boom, this. Boom. Uh, which is kind of, which is, th- they're the two sides of the solving of escape room puzzles coin. Mm. You need to be able to construct and find what the puzzle is and then actually do the puzzle. And they were brilliantly as a pair for that I think
1: yeah so I I wasn't like I wasn't trying to hone in on specific moments of that mm. but just the overall feel of what are your strengths that's what yeah. I was getting from. Yeah, and did I you think... notice any specific
0: moments hmm I think maybe uh, I I thought I thought Steve shone very well uh getting over to the uh once we had banana 50k melon 20k mm. he was immediately just like great bananas are worth 50 melons are that's worth 20 so the Facebook they So therefore, on that maths. middle one we get and like he was good at getting into that facebook maths kind of and of moment the and to starting look to look break at. things down um so once he was there david jumped straight in and started doing the next oh, one yeah. in the same way but i thought he was really good at again same thing finding that puzzle and what it meant um that's fair david had a lot of nice solutions uh I believe he did, who noticed that the boxing match fit into the ATM I think well, that was
1: David who got that yeah, first. Yeah, that was
0: that was nice as well. And yeah. that one's a really cool one because if you didn't look at the images already at home. The thing that's so nice about that is it isn't just about the number of letters that each of those has. It's not just like that you could count them up and they match. It's that the layout matches, which is very cool. So um then the number or like the the way it is presented matches the way it is presented on the ATM and David did really well at not falling into the trap that I did, which was going horizontal. He, just, he just trusted his gut. And when you trust your gut, it's like left side, right side, mm. banana 50k, melon 20k. I started writing Banan Malo and I went, that can't be anything. Banan Malo is nothing. <laughs> I have to move on. Um, so I, that was nice. They did that. They recognized those patterns really well.
1: I really uh, liked the, I suppose, the yes ending. They're actors. Of course, they're going to mm. yes and. But they say, like, "Oh, can we lift this ATM? And I was like, okay, so here's what happens when we try to lift the ATM. And they just went, oh, yeah, that's exactly how it would go. I get that. Yes,
0: it was that nice. nice. That, like, sometimes people get really into solving a puzzle and they forget, like, not forget, but they don't then care about being the person in the scene. And they were very good oh, both of them at were, maintaining, like, that. let me bring this back, make a little comment about me in the space. And, and that's fun to listen to. It makes da- it enjoyable David the was audience. the
1: detective. He was a yeah. cocky detective. Yeah, it, it was, was fantastic. I loved it.
0: Um. It was really nice. I enjoyed it. Is there anything that they did differently I, than I did? Okay, the... The, the flow was... Exactly.
1: They are the, the, oh, such bad luck, flow-wise. They started out great. I went, oh, they've gone to the ATM and then over to Jamie, perfect. Mm. And then they somehow hit everything that, obviously, it's all important, but right at the start, it meant that they just got to look at everything, but weren't able to finish p- any puzzles yeah. in particular, which is just bad luck. Whereas, how the for flow me, goes. I
0: did the other way around, where I went, like, I know that I want to get into the VIP room, so I went straight to the Mm. VIP room, started there, and then because that mentions the game, I went to do all the games and didn't get down to Jamie. Mm. And I think that may have been sort of the same thing they did, which is that when they they went to Jamie, Jamie was like, well, you don't have any chips, maybe you should go play the games. Mm. So they were following Jamie's dialogue back to the games, and I followed the VIP note over to the games. So I skipped Jamie, and and they skipped the VIP door. Mm. So there's a little bit... And maybe that's something that if we were running this over and over again for... 20 people, 30 people, hundreds of people, we would go, okay, let's try and make sure they get to Jamie and the VIP let's door see what early. Because do each one is a good starting point, but each one sort of points you back off to the games rather than to each other. But if you have them both, if Jamie's like, uh, you should go check out the VIP room, that's where people want you, except it's, you'd have to re justify some of that in the in the real world.
1: It is still the interesting mix, though, because yes, from a puzzle perspective, they are leading you away from each other. Mm. In a role play perspective, you are a detective. Your goal is to get into that VIP room. The VIP room and the person at the counter are the natural things to go yeah. with.
0: Yeah, but I think I think they are, they are both natural things to start with, but once you start with them you're like, "No, I've done the start," and then you yeah, just start with them. and I think maybe that happened to, to both of us. <laughs> um I have I loved that uh, listening to them do the the blackjack numbers, oh so much the same way Because I have the same here. stuff. Because I was like, they went J K ten seven eight queen, and I've got that written down. they were like, okay, well let's add those hands together. And the next I can't thing believe I have they got A N
1: C the exact yeah, same way that you. Twenty
0: seventeen eighteen. They didn't then go T Q R. No. Uh, of finding the what those would be just as letters of the alphabet. But that's I think just an uh, a thing that I do out of yeah, habit yeah. now. But then they went straight to A N C, and then straight to B B B B P. WB and then to the proper version of the face cards. It was exactly the same flow. So it's nice to see that that is kind of, must be a little bit inherent in the design or at least we think the same way when we're solving puzzles. So that was, it was nice because that was exactly the same way, step by step that I looked at that puzzle.
1: It is interesting. I think what I need to write into it, I don't even know how, is that you can go from blackjack to roulette to mahjong. And then get stumped at Mahjong if you haven't done the slot machines. And some sort of inbuilt thing that says, if you've got this far, but this is inscrutable now. You're pretty sure that you've done everything right. It just doesn't mean anything to you yet.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that is a reasonable spot to have made it to.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I think it's one of those ones where, I think that just happens. Like you get to the end of the puzzle path and you're like, well, I've got this code now. There's nothing to do with this code. I'm just going to have to shelve that.
1: True. It's I, just hard to completely wipe your thoughts of that one and go, yeah. okay, shelve, next thing. It like, Yeah.
0: Cause you are following a thing. Like, well, what's the next step? I must have yeah. the next step. It's interesting.
1: We do. It, it is good. It's always, you want, in a lot of rooms, it can be good to have an initial puzzle that you solve quickly and that you feel good mm. about, especially if you haven't done too many rooms, It's a good motivation builder. But in ones like these, where it's a bit of a slow build, they found everything in the room first, but then it was solve, 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 solve immediately all in a row, which is a good fun way to end things as well.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, yes, and and that was, especially we were looking, because we were worried about timing for this episode. And yeah. I was watching the clock and being like, oh, you know, they, they've only solved like one puzzle and we're 48 minutes mm. in, but they'd set everything else up. So once they solved that, it really was just all right, now we need thirty seconds to solve the next puzzle, we need two minutes to solve the next puzzle, we need one minute to solve the next puzzle, and it just just cascaded really well so mm-hmm. uh, and I think that is that is a probably when you are playing a game, I think that's the best possible sort of momentum fair i think I think when you it, it is the it is the best feeling right is to to, to slowly build and slowly build and be confused and get worried about whether or not you're going to finish and looking at the time and looking at and building and then just going, yes, 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 yes. I think it's great for both the audience listening and for the players in terms of momentum. We don't always have that in a room. and Sometimes we don't want that, right? For variety, it's nice to break it up and sometimes end with a big moment, puzzle moment or or solve little ones and then get stuck up. But I think, like, if you could only do one room and none, o- and none others, like, that would be the the momentum that you want like if you can only ever have one type of momentum i think that's what you would want uh do you design ever like when you're designing them do you think like i'd like it to be that way or does it just some rooms happen that way and some rooms don't no
1: it absolutely just happens Mm. i i have no idea i probably could notice a pattern because typically when i design mine i do it semi-linear I usually have two different starting points or just some sort of divergence. And then there is one choke point where you need to have solved the puzzles coming from both ends to get there. Yeah, And depending on where that choke point is in the room, I'm sure that would make itself obvious. Like if that choke point is very late in the room, then that I'm sure would feel like once you hit that, then everything cascades quickly. And. Yeah so you can tell when the cascading quick puzzles is going to start by that's where fair. that choke point is.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I, I haven't think...
1: noticed consciously. I think this but...
0: is one of those things, right, if you're thinking about room design, people talk about linear rooms, nonlinear rooms, and, and whether one's better than the other, right? And, and I think sometimes because it is more complex, people get obsessed with, like, things should be nonlinear, nonlinear is awesome. I think the the, the, solution, the, the design process that you go through is the perfect version, It's most right? comfortable for me. Because linear is good in a way that it makes sense as people. It's got progression. Progression is fun. I love – you want progression. The idea of basically not non-linear where things are just in places and you solve a whole bunch of them, but basically multi-track is, the, I think, for all escape rooms, the, the the best sort of design philosophy. And I think it leads to the most enjoyable rooms. With exceptions, I'm sure. I'm sure there are some people who are like, this room's completely non-linear, and I'm like, that's brilliant. Or people who are like, this is my multi-track room, and I'm like, no, no, please don't. But I think in general, the idea of like, there are two, maybe if you wanted a bigger room with lots of people, three like tracks, and they all lead down, and they sort of converge or swap, or make, is the most fun, because you get the benefits of linear, which is, things make sense. You get a feeling of progression. You're working you can in the follow one a story. Yep. If you want to build like narrative into your puzzle, you have then control over the pacing of that information. Those are all brilliant. It's how
1: frustrating it would be if you have a completely multi-linear room, but you need to have looked at all of the lines in order to get a full picture of the story. Yeah. By the end of it, that's going to feel a little weird if some of your teammates. Yeah. Did right. Some.
0: So you want like your own little tracks, and I think for, for this one because it's a but smaller all in scale of
1: the one line. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. So. That kind of, if you ever are designing, and I'm sure most people who would say they do nonlinear rooms do do multilinear yeah. rooms. Multilinear is probably the better term that most people are actually implying when they say nonlinear. Um, but it is good. Multilinear is, is a perfect sort of design philosophy. Uh, and it worked really well in this one.
1: Converging multilinear.
0: Converging multilinear. Yes. Because, yeah, if it's two separate, then it's just like some people are like, I missed half the room. Yeah. Um, so converging, and even if they don't, they don't have to converge and become one line, just like moments where they come together and then split off again is. They could. It's very helpful and and it just, it's enjoyable. It's a good, it's a good design philosophy. For anyone who's out there thinking, I want to design escape rooms, that is a good way to do it.
1: Yeah, typically if we're doing doing an escape room, I'm never going to judge the room when they say, oh, this one's linear or this one's non-linear. I'm never going to judge it. I'm never going to opt to do or not do a room based on that. But yeah, the idea there are just issues with both. You don't want them to be too scattered, and so because that can lead to real difficulty about knowing what's supposed to go with what. You need to have the lines very clear if you have separated linear. You want them to come together at some point so that you feel like there's a cohesive story going on, even if it's not like narrative story, but just puzzle story. It's the same thing. And you know, linear can have the issue of just feeling like you are going from one thing to the next thing. To the next thing, which sometimes can feel a little bit artificial and depending on team size and stuff, it can lead to people just not having things That to do. is one
0: of the biggest things is when I see linear, I would never think I don't want to do this room. I would think but I will that's often a two-person room. Yeah, should I do this with two or three people, yeah. not four or five people? Uh, because sometimes it can just be, oh, we're on to the next step and there's only room for one pair of hands and we have four people sort of waiting Until they're done.
1: It's also difficult in a linear room because a linear room typically means there is one thing to do at any given point. And at the very beginning of an escape room, especially, I can find that difficult because I want to explore everything and hope that everything that I'm seeing is relevant and could be something. But at least at that point in time, that's not going to be true.
0: True. Uh, It's a a different headspace. It is at least nice. Like we've done, like we did a room recently um, that was very linear, but also... You could sort of set up a lot of future puzzles by exploring and going, okay, I know this is the puzzle we're doing, but if we're looking around, I see this, I see this, I see this, I see this. And so that when you get the next puzzle, you've pre solved it, even though you didn't know what the solution was going to be, because you're like, wait a minute, this thing, well, I've seen a version (laughs) of that thing here and a version of that thing here. Maybe we just go dung, 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 dung. And like, you know, you can. Yeah, absolutely. So there's usually well designed linear rooms still reward puzzling with future progress.
1: This is fair.
0: So, back to the room that we did.
1: Oh, right. Rather that thing. Than,
0: rather than just specific, uh, uh, going so wide. We look back at this room. Um. Hey, they're not here. Let's talk about how poorly they did. Ooh, is there anything they did wrong? I don't think so, actually. I think they did very well.
1: Yeah, it was um, fine.
0: There's nothing to complain about. Like, nope. uh do you think...
1: Oh, no, they forgot to say a direction at one point when they were putting in the directional lock. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he skipped a down. What a fool. Um, <laughs> it was a left? God. So, no, so obviously no, they, David and Steve had not... They'd listened to an episode before. Mm-hmm. Um, And a Christmas episode. A Christmas episode. Which is a, a foolish decision. Which is a hard one to get into. But do you think there's anything that, like, if we had people on who were, like, escape this podcast veterans, is there anything that was, like, majorly different in the way you would play it? Like, one thing I noticed is I love that Steve checked the door. Yeah. That was a great, his moment of, wait, wait a minute, let's check the door. I love it, it when someone checks the door. Which is
1: because there was clearly a mental, like, not, I wouldn't say a mental block, but there was something in their heads of character-wise of, well, we need to get into the VIP room. I know we can't get in there yet. And mm. then he went, wait. But is it still worth looking? That at was it? nice as well. That to was see a nice way of, of, of processing that.
0: that. Um, I think the the one like telltale thing, uh, not, yeah, a sign of like people who have played or haven't is uh, their expectation of when you're going to jump in. Like there was oh, a, yeah. that thing, a bit of like. They, so can we go to the M and like maybe take out? $10, they could have kept going forever, and, and you have to be like wait 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 wait. Please it's, allow I, me. I
1: was sad having to interrupt them for True. pacing, because uh, yeah, I would have happily let them keep going.
0: Mm. But other than that, like, uh, they did very well. They, they kind of very in, inherently got the feel, right? Oh, of, for sure. Let me say, let me describe this. Let me, like, what about this? Give me some new information about that. And it worked out well.
1: When David got too excited about puzzle solving, his, de- his descriptions of things went down. <laughs> that is he true. wanted
0: those answers. I will. Do you think it's easier coming in for the first time and having a more image-heavy room? I Do you think that makes no it idea. easier for guests or harder? Because this was a fairly image-heavy room. Um, but we had two new yes. guests the, the episode before, and it was an image light room. But I think images are, are nice. Images are, people know how to to look at that mm. and see that and be like, oh, great, this is like a little self-contained puzzle. I can just look and, and on. So. I, I, I do think they're helpful for first-time players. Uh,
1: you might be right there. I'll yeah. keep that in mind. Um, the other thing I would say, if we had people who were massive Escape This Podcast veterans coming on, obviously they'd have checked all the doors first. Yes, which true. would have put a different spin on the going cards to rule They would have been able to do that entire blackjack mahjong thing, getting all the way to the PPBY whatever it mm. is.
0: Now you say that, but also I'm a pretty veteran escape this podcast and player, and didn't I did not check, the, check door. the door until quite yeah, late. Wild. I did check it, but not mm. to, I knew I had to check it. it. Just took me a while. I mean,
1: you checked the other door first. Oh, of course, I you checked, checked that door. one of that the doors.
0: Count. Like I knew to check it, it just still, I think (laughs) pacing-wise, I probably did it in about the same place. You
1: know what? I think one of the other things that happened was that I noticed, um, so for example, with this automatic door sliding puzzle, the emergency evacuation procedure thing, Mm -hmm. so they read that, they noticed the bolded words, paid attention to those and then when they weren't sure if they got everything they went back they read the entire message yes. again so not uh, like having the knowledge that when i do these games it's you got those bolded words you got that information
0: the rest of it is junk yes yeah you're right cuz that would be that was my thing i read the message found the bolded notes like great the message is purely the medium through which these yep. bolded words are described uh,
1: why do you think these instructions were so yeah. b- ridiculous the rest of the message,
0: i would have never reread that original message yeah. but then when they were a bit stuck they went back to maybe it's the original message exactly well. but, maybe which there's is
1: something in there.
0: by itself a very reasonable thing of to course think. but it's just like we kind of I, I know your language of puzzles i'm like if you've hidden a message in something the original thing is not going to matter and yeah. i think once maybe or twice you you kind of had the original matter as well and it threw me <laughs> off completely i was like how was i to know that i discounted <laughs> that i crossed it out um that's a that's an interesting. Yeah, one You know
1: what? Sometimes I'm mean or sometimes I'm bad. Mm. Who knows?
0: Yeah, or like there was something to do I think there was a similar sort of flavor of of difference in how they were interacting with Jamie's note. Like again, like for yeah. me, Jamie's note, I was like, oh, different angle, that's important, and someone has your tail, that's important. The rest is fluff. Yep. The rest is is framework for the hidden clues. Whereas again, for them that wasn't as obvious. And so they kind of kept the whole note in mind. They would often go back and reread the whole note. Mm. Again, incredibly reasonably of course you would Uh, but from an experience of playing your games it's like no I know what to discount
1: exactly Uh, it's
0: an interesting one and I wonder how much for people who've listened to a lot that would be just as as obvious they'd be (laughs) like sure You do that
1: in real escape rooms. Well, I definitely do that in real escape rooms. You get something written. I am one of those people who, while I love reading, when you're on a time limit, your actual comprehension ability goes out the window a bit and suddenly reading is a bit of a frustrating endeavor. So I will read. I will definitely read it, but I am searching for the important bit that's hidden there so that I can discard the rest and stop thinking.
0: Yeah, I want to just read the first letter of every sentence. (laughs) I don't want to read the whole sentence. Uh, Yeah, that is true. Well, look, I had a lot of fun with it. I think they had a lot of fun with it. I think it came up I think re- you had a lot of fun well. with it. I hope the audience had a I'm, lot of fun I'm with I'm it. I'm
1: worried. I've been pretty happy with my first two rooms this season. What, what can I... Where am I gonna go next? Do you I'm do you, kill
0: it? People listening at home, kill it! Do you hear what I have to deal with? <laughs> Danny has had two good rooms in a row that went well, so she is inherently saying, "Well, this is a terrible thing." Now I'm worried about what the future. She can't just enjoy her successes. I have to deal with this every day, Danny. I'm was super good. You enjoying it. Two good rooms, it, but I know
1: what the theme Stop of my next worried. room is, and I. I'm concerned.
0: Danny's next room is themed bad escape room.
1: No, we've done that we've before. D-
0: have we done that with people? Okay, that? I, I, Our guests it. have done I, I'm that. I'm sure
1: I've mentioned this before, like way back season one, episode ten. We were having the Room Escape Divas come on. Mm. They, were the escape room celebrities. Yeah. And I was really nervous, and I went, "Oh, I really want to do a room that's themed about being a bad escape room." oh no but I can't do that they know everything about escape rooms I'm not ready for this <laughs> and then I still haven't done it but we have played through uh, guest rooms mm. like that before and I, I love like it I feel we had a,
0: a, one season where every second guest Game Master was like I'm going to do you a bad escape and room and it was awesome and they were all fantastic I love it we had like an entire season where it was like look half of us are going to be pirates and half of <laughs> us are going to be bad escape rooms and you're going to have to deal with it thank you everybody for listening I hope you enjoyed the show if you do want to check more of what David and Steve are doing there are links to their Twitter bios and places you can find what they do in the show notes Just below. Just pretty so much
1: jump into anything in the DC universe now Yeah, and be if there. you
0: watch a D- anything in DC, you'll find Dang, at least David They're somewhere. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I hope, uh, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is a thank you that they cannot hear, but thank you again to David and Steve for coming on. It was lovely to have them both. Uh, and if you wanted to help support the show, listen to this. They one? hate us. They'll never I listen. I
1: they'll listen to their actual episode. But they might listen to this they, as well. they
0: refuse. They would never yes. listen to this.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, for people who are listening at home, uh, if you want to help support the show, honestly, spread the word. It's the best way to help support the show. Like, go and tell a friend. Tell someone you know. To someone you don't know. Go on to internet forums and recommend it leave a review it really is legitimately the best way to help people take podcasts by recommendation so recommend also if you want to help support the show uh, in a more concrete numerical way you can sign up for the patreon uh, anybody who signs up for the patreon can appear as an npc in one of our episodes
1: yeah you can be hardened criminal gang members like andrew tom and sally jane thank you so much and of course jamie less a criminal still a great character
0: Yeah, so thank you so much. Uh, And also for $5 donors, there's bonus audio. You can hear our playtests. You can hear our two-minute mysteries and any other weird bonus stuff that we do when there isn't a playtest to do. Uh, So go and listen to that. There's heaps of it. There's a new episode every week for Patreon donors. uh, So check it out. Uh, And there's badges for $10 donors and other fun stuff like that. Uh, So thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for running the room, Danny. Thank you so much for all of the
1: technical stuff that I don't know how to do and would be way too lazy to learn thank you
0: all so much
1: Could sound less sarcastic
0: jeez